Ah, righto. Welcome everyone to the uh, first episode of the Halftime Origins podcast. Um, proudly brought to you by myself, Keegan Christian Goss, and my co-host Declan McCormick. Dickie, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Good. How are you today, pal? Yeah, not bad at all. Eh? It's, it's been a, it's been an all good day. Um, yeah, how's your weekend? Who do you tough loss on the weekend? Put you guys out of finals footy? Yeah, the boys, the tribe went across the hill. Played Tauranga Sports and uh, lost twenty to seventeen on full time, and uh, that was the end of us for sort of semi finals football. So mm, yeah, that's a bit tough of a dagger. Off, but yeah. um, you guys had a few yeah, a few close ones lately, eh? That are sort of you just haven't had the rub of the green of, I guess. Rub of the green, rub of the riff. I don't know what you want to call it, mate. I mean, there's only so many games you can get robbed up here, but uh, is what it is. A couple of full time losses to. Really drive the knife in, mm, yeah. But uh, you said maybe the boys are choke artists. I don't know. Uh, you could say that, but well, you could say the boys are looking forward to a Sunday session this Sunday. So uh, yeah, late Sunday session too. Well, didn't didn't go down on the uh, weekend. Why is that? Any reason? No. Oh, because we've still got our round robin game this weekend, so it's a bit of a dead rubber. Oh yes, suppose sort of like do it. Yeah, mathematically, sort of, we're in it last week, but we're done now. So, so is this uh, is this your guys' last game of the season, like in the round robin, sort of thing? Yeah, up against a little team called Nongata, <laughs> just out of Rota Vegas. Yeah. Ooh, and, battle of Rota. Uh, you guys, did you guys play them in the final? Yeah. Uh, now we played Rota Eddy in oh, the local okay. club final, but we're playing for this playing for this big local shield, mate. So, oh fuck, that'll be a doozy. Um, we we'll sort of want want to we we'll want to have that on the Saturday evening into the Sunday morning into the Sunday afternoon, yeah. just for a few uh, few treats along the way. I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds like a party. I know if you're going to be there, it's going to be a fucking mm. lippy one, mate. Yeah, how are you boys tracking? Oh, we've actually been going pr- no, lo- pretty one tidy. Loss, eh? Yeah, we've had one loss um, to Cobb, but fuck, otherwise we've been pretty tidy. Boys had a, we just had the bye week, but um, the one before that was against Fielding. That was a close one. We probably second half footy, mate. We d- we probably deserved to lose. Um, but fuck, the boys just clutched try with about two to go. Blair Hannon ran about 60 metres down the field, scored under the post. It was a beauty. Yeah. It was a beauty. Why? Yeah. Slowest, the slowest man in Manawa <laughs> too. He's got a runaway. Yeah, believe it or not, set up by the other second slowest man, uh, Ollie Mad Dog Brosnan. It was a beauty. <laughs> he was running the, the cutter at twelve. Actually, yeah, he was running the cutter at twelve. Was he? he looked good. Yeah, he was hot so out here. Sloppiest, sloppiest twelve in the Manawa two behind yourself. I mean, that's pretty uh, hard to do, but he's done it. Yeah, he's, he's done a good he's job. Done on it, it. Mate. He's done it. Someone's got to do it. Someone had to step up, and he was the man. Yeah, hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. Oh, well, should we crack in, eh? <laughs> Righto, so folks, I'll introduce Keegan just so you know a little bit about him. Um, Keegs went to Napier Boys and you uh, got university entrance. I think that was your highest qualification, is that right? Uh, or- yes, well, I went to uni, but just scraped through for uni entrance, yeah. It did you ever obviously a lot of, lot of gateway? No, I actually never did gateway. I had high ambitions. I was, uh, I did the Chinese, well, Chinese four, I suppose, what I do. <laughs> Um, I did. See, so I think you see so you don't you don't know what it's actually the Asian Five oh, brothers. You, go. you got no there idea you go. actually regarding um, academics. Oh yeah, but I had high ambitions. Wanted to go do engineering, um, but I failed calculus, failed physics, just passed chemistry to get my uh, UE. Yeah, you would have been you would have been fucking useless in the workforce, bro. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of gateway potentially. 
lot of prospecting. Obviously, Napier, the mob would have had you on their wing early from probably a bit of mob experience from year 11 Not onwards. A chance. Or... I stayed clear away from that carry-on. Didn't want to be a part of that at all. Clean yeah. cutter, eh? Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so first team, year 12, year 13? Nah, was just, uh, just year 13, mate. Just year 13, yeah. Oh, the one you won there. The old battler a, who comes through in year 13 and sort of, oh, I was a battler to the point where year 11, 12, thirds, first 15 just for year 13. Made the step up. Yeah, that's all right, though. Eh? You yeah, got we got there in the end. And Super 8, Super 8 lost the final. Yeah, to, uh, to Hamilton. But but like what you said yourself, we just didn't have the luck of the ref, probably. Penalty right on full time, right in front. Cost the win, yeah. Hey, mate, the volunteers, brother. You can't be slagging <laughs> off volunteers. They keep this game going. Indeed, they do. Um, top final, top four finalists? Mm, yeah, that one was... Uh, who'd you, who'd you play? St. Peter's from Auckland. That was a that was a one to forget, actually. That we, Big boppers. I think we were up 21-7 at halftime, and um, I think we went down maybe like 24-26 or so. Yeah, we had a choke. That was a choke, that one. You know why that is, though, eh? Why is that, mate? Good Catholic school, mate. <laughs> a few Hail Marys at half time, and the big fella said, look, lads, we're carrying you yeah, through. Pretty much. Oh, it was yeah, so two finals, and you're not still choking on your food. You're a few years on there. You can, you can get through with that, uh, actually coughing up a lead. Oh, or... had a, my, hey, we had a final last year, which you're involved in yourself. Um. That's been my yeah. only one since, yeah. and we lost that one as well. Well, I wouldn't say we choked that game. We probably were favourites going into it, though. No, but... we just got a good old-fashioned fucking hiding, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we got absolutely touched we up. We got touched up, yeah. Yeah. But no, that's been about it. That's club mm, footy, though, much, mate. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. So, he finished up school, and obviously <clears throat> had three options from my understanding. Waikato offers you, was it a development contract? Uh, just a one-year academy contract, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it was maybe, maybe two what and a half. You, what do they get offered out of it? It might have been two and a half for the first year, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. a bit of sort of like if you didn't, they didn't think you were good enough after the first year, then you were sort of cut from the academy completely. Um, yeah. yeah. So obviously, and then you obviously, that was either that, the mob, um, or uni. Yeah, and the, the mob and, being Hawks um, Bay Rugby. I'm glad. Just for clarity, yeah. Oh, I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love referring to the might, the mighty boys, uh, born in the kennel. But, um, so you've obviously turned down Waikato, didn't waste no. your time, they didn't no, waste yours because really. obviously that was going to be a one year sort of give them the axe after that. Otago, three years, um, yeah. What'd you study Just down did there? Sports development and management, mate. Um, Rumour has it that's the most used degree coming out of university, all those sports science degrees. Everyone kicks on and um, gets fulfilling jobs, I've heard, uh, doing that degree. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah you can't deny. I can't deny. Um, and you played for the Sharks down yeah, there. Yeah, the Mighty Sharks, mate. Out the Sharkies. What a club. What a culture. Fins up. Yeah. What a club yeah. indeed. What a club indeed. Um. 30, roughly 30 odd prem games down yep. there for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't get any, didn't have any great success down at Shark Park in your team. No, not really. We had probably my second year, no, 2020. We were, we were a pretty good side. Um, we just, what do we do? I think we finished maybe third in the pool, end of round mm-hmm. robin, and then lost our semi 
semi-final. Right on the buzzer, actually, full-time. Penalty as well. Those losses go yeah. good, don't they? They're just an absolute yeah, trick. You love it. Um, I've heard whispers, <laughs> whispers out of Shark Park. There's a famous thing called a shark attack. Um, <laughs> did you ever... Look, in my lifetime, that's one thing I'd like mm. to experience as a shark attack at uh, Shark Park. Um, did you ever get to get close to experiencing that? Oh, and talk through the folks who don't know what a shark um, attack is. So basically, is, shark mind. attack is if every single team in the club wins on the weekend, our free piss, just an hour, doozy at the club, sink as much as you can. Um, and unfortunately, I never had that there, actually. Fucking... Second year was probably my our best chance, and they brought in this team called Tuby Town, which is you know basically presidents, fourths, the biggest social team you could have. And I think they lost about eight yeah. out of ten games. <laughs> so yeah, no, that hurts. Yeah, that's not going to do you. Any, it's not going to do. Got you to favors. the point where uh, the boys in, in the club thought it was a political move by the club. <laughs> they knew we were going to be having a good year, so we're like, boys, <laughs> bring these fellas in. We need a we need we, no no shark attacks no shark attacks. <laughs> cut off the bar, absolutely cut off the bar because the netball girls get amongst it as well. Uh, don't we they, they? You don't you mainly just see them for like the big lock ins, um, and the prize giving or super super Sunday, <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, super Sunday. Yeah, eh? that's that's super another Sunday. doozy. No, that's good stuff, man. <laughs> and then um after that after you finished up you moved up to Palmy last year. Yep. To uh, chase the Cherbro dream, and um, you were brought up there. You were lured up there. Some would say by Rebo, <laughs> Reese Robinson, and a mixture of him and Sam Clark. Is yeah, that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I sort of met Sammy down in uh, Dunedin in twenty twenty one, and he sort of said he was going to Palmy, and I was like, yeah, it could be a move. And then uh, Rebo got in touch with me, and I'm like, yeah, mate, fuck, I'll, I'll come up. Why not? I'll come up. And yeah, it was a hell of a move in the end. What are your thoughts on um, Reese Robinson? Folks who don't know, Reese Robinson, a bit of a Chiefs, a bit of a minor two legend, our club coach from Ariston Palmy last year. But uh, if you could summarise Rebo in a couple of words, what would you what would you say? Two words. Good cunt. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And you'd, you'd probably throw a third one in there. Pig, <laughs> pig as well, wouldn't you? I mean, he's an absolute, absolute, absolute weapon, eh? Just a, well, just a bloke, you know. He was just yeah, a legend. He he, he, you, know, you know yourself, you moved up here. With me as well, and um, he sorted us all out, us three boys, and kitted out a flat and um, got us sort of in the turbos, wide, well, Manawatu rugby wider environment sort of thing. Like, that was all really driven by him. Um, but, yeah, nah, he, he's just a legend. He's just a legend. He is a legend. He is a legend. So... You were obviously pretty much just a club battler from Dunedin charging provinces to chase the NPC dream. Um, and Rebo sort of got you up, got you to the club, and then um, he sort of, would you say, pulled a few strings to get you into the sort of Manawatu Academy, and then and then from there, obviously these days with all the academies and setups, it's quite hard to actually make an NPC team if you're not actually in that sort of setup. So he got your foot in the door, and then from there, what did it sort of consist of um, training-wise and, and then trying to trying to make the team from there? Yeah, so, yeah, Reba obviously got our foot in the door, and then it was um, – they run a pretty pretty tight cutter here in one or two. It's sort of – we'd have four morning gym sessions a week, a um, couple of fitness sessions in those. 
um, and then you obviously play your code on a on a Saturday, and um, but yeah, you'd be you'd be in the gym Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday mornings at at about six, leave at eight, go to go to your day job, whatnot, have have club footy trainings, then um, we pretty much we did that for I don't know five months, I suppose February all the way to till through till June, <clears throat> June July, yeah. And you, uh, when you came into the academy, were you putting up some? Were you putting up some numbers? Were you? Are you? Would you consider yourself like a bit of a freak in the gym? Were you thrashing the tin, or because you, when you talk about those those fitness sessions, um, I heard there's there's like a group, isn't there? Like a red group who just does hissing fitness Tuesday, Thursday, and you were probably in, in that for what four four months, <laughs> probably pushing five the whole five. I'm, would you? No, would you say chart, freak no, athlete? Absolutely, definitely not a freak athlete. Mediocre weights in the gym. I mean, <laughs> what was I doing last year? Probably squatting one twenty for fours, <laughs> benching a hundy if I'm lucky. Um, fitness wasn't too bad. I did a few extra Tuesdays, like probably for a good two months, three months, but then I was pretty all right. But, I mean, geez, I've, I've come a long way from my days in Otago. I mean, I, I remember under-19s, mate, I, I ran a 5.30 Bronco weighing in at about 106 kgs. And, oh, geez, Louise, I didn't think that was that bad back then. If you come come now, fast forward a couple of years, I was a slop, just a sloppy rig, smashing dominoes yeah, down there. It was a shocker. Mm. Yeah, that's a hell of a diet, to be fair, isn't it? But so you you going straight into that turbo setup like that with all that training and stuff. Like, if you were coming from being a club battler, I mean, there's heaps of club battlers mm. out there now around the regions who who would love to play and be seen. They're probably good enough, but they just don't. They just stay in their home region. Um, how did you find going into that four sessions a week and that extra training and all that extra fitness and um, like you were reviewing your game and stuff, seeing the coaches' clips and stuff each yep. week, weren't you? Um, How did you find that? Pretty easy transition and all the sort um, of stuff that went on with German stuff, like wasn't too bad. Um, obviously, you got to be pretty disciplined and it was, probably, it was probably what I needed, I guess, just to get me into a proper routine. It was probably the best thing I could have done was, yeah, proper routine, mm-hmm. smash out that stuff. Um, I think just being able to, <clears throat> like Peter Russell was the coach last year, he was pretty much at all those sessions. You could sort of talk to him, uh, get feedback, and then you obviously send him, we send him clips on like a Sunday, got notes heading into the week. Um, I'd say it definitely, definitely helped mm-hmm. going into the, the MPC season. Um, without that, I probably would have been pretty shell-shocked for the first few weeks. Mm, yeah, no, that's pretty fair. I mean, looking after those wider group players, I guess it makes that transition mm. easier. And then obviously you were you were named. You got you, you found out about your contract. Was it was it was it four days before the squad was named? Is that roughly about right, or was it a bit um, earlier? Or it might have been a week, maybe a week. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't long before his name. I think it was they named so it a week afterwards, and then we went full time like maybe a week after that. Yeah, so you're in you're in limbo there for <laughs> yeah. a while, um, and then because you didn't really you didn't really have an agent per se right up until you sort of signed your contract, so you're sort of what just in the dark yeah. a little bit before now, and if you're going to get signed, just yeah, I suppose yeah, I was just trying what? to read read between the lines with Pete, um, which you know coaches these days don't really give much, and neither did he. And then, sort of, I think just um, Sammy had a manager. I was just sort of trying to trying to pick up what he was his manager was saying if he had any had any insights of what might be happening. But yeah, 
and he got that was basically it um no manager at the time and yeah it was you, you were in the dark really just trying to play your best and get a chance <laughs> and then while well, obviously you signed the contract and um did you a genuine question here did you the first thing you read on the contract was it did you skip all the pages and just go straight to the uh, the number on number at the bottom of the page, or did you have a good flip through um, before I you think got the to that? First two things I looked at straight away was uh, how many years I was signed for, and then what sort of coin I was going to be getting straight away. Yeah, old Mister Crabs here. I think eh? all about the fucking every, money. Every eh? footy old player would do too. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and then so you signed, and then. You debuted against Canterbury off the bench in the first game of the season. Um, and, I mean, my boys from down south, the home province, red and black, the, the big boys, the bus just keeps rolling. I mean, you, you've copped a hiding on Dave Boo, unfortunately, 62-15. And then you boys had a rough as guts storm week, didn't you? I think it was Canterbury-Auckland. Got your first start on the Wednesday, I think it yep. was right. Yeah, that's correct. And then we went and out. And then North yeah. Harbour again on the Saturday, and they're all, yeah, all pretty tough games to be fair, and a tough start to the tough start to the year. But I mean, you boys sort of started to find your feet later in the season. I guess the you know, defense was the only real issue for you boys, just leaking a few points. But um, you played eight games out of the possible ten that year or last year. And would you say it's a coincidence or not that every eight games you played in, your team lost? Um, I mean, I'm going to say no. I mean, yeah, we had a pretty, so you've, got, you've got no accountability. No, we had a pretty rough season, mate. We had a pretty rough season, to say the least. But um, yeah, at least it, it's just got to be better this year, hundred percent. It's got to be good. Yeah, well, all you can say to that is someone's got to come last. I guess, <laughs> yeah. don't you? I mean, someone's got to do it. And you boys took the rap there, but I mean, I'm sure, you boys all you've signed a few good couple of players this year, and you'll charge on new coach, new staff. Yeah, re energize the boys. Yeah, be, um, get exciting into it, season eh? this year, I reckon. Like, like I said, new coach, got a bigger squad, um, new players coming in, and there'll be a bit more competition. And yeah, just I, hope, I think a new edge in the group. Hopefully, did you develop a bit of a bromance that first year in the in the Cherbros squad? Did someone take you under their wing mm. and sort of you know? He, they're your go-to guy sort Probably, of thing other than Sammy because obviously we live together um, maybe Tima Fyanga Nuku he, he was a good guy yeah. he sort of he sort of tucked yep. me under his wing a little bit um, he was a bit of a legend um, TK Howden a wee bit as well he's a great guy too I mean we're the same age but he's uh, well I think he's younger actually he's just he's obviously been in the system for a few years but um, yeah probably probably those two guys those two lads, eh? What do you? You're a big. I thought you're a big fan of Joey Gav. I mean, you boys were roomies. I thought his name was going to be thrown in the mix there. I mean, that, that guy lives in the gym. He can throw. He could uh, show you how to throw a bit of tin round. But uh, mean, poor old Joey's been left out. Joey, there, eh? Joey might be up there a bit more this year. Um, he's he's definitely a great fellow, and I get along well with Joey. Play a bit of golf with him actually, but um, he was he's not really the one sort of the guy to tuck you under his wing. I don't think he's sort of more on uh, even par with Joe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he he does hiss in the gym, doesn't oh, he? he? Pushes he pushes numbers, bro. Absolute, I think absolute. he was doing. He did two fifty five for uh four squatting on a uh, Monday morning. Yeah. I heard he. I've heard whispers. He just thinks about um 
how much he hates Reese Peterson as he's shifting ten because those two hate each other and he just fires up and just starts throwing it. I tell you what, I think he's. I think he told me we the other day. Get, we have to get Joey on and confirm. I think he told that. me the other day that he reckons he's been on a bit of buff every game this year. He's got a lot of haters out there at the moment. I, I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know why. He's an he's a nice guy. I love Joey, but I mean, I'll probably put it down. Is he still wearing that headgear? Hundred oh, percent, he is. Yeah, I'd say that's the first reason he gets in a bit of strife. I mean, he looks like a little. I'll tell bit you of what, a, actually, I got a wee story a this year. He's been that, a bit of a dog this year. We um, we had a scrum on the five meter, and um, his side collapsed twice. And I'm standing on the on the line defending, and I wrap up. Come on, Joe, get your side up. And he just he stands up. He stands up, looks over at me, and goes, "Don't you fucking start, Keegs." Don't you fucking start. You don't know what's going on in here. And he packs it down and I was like, don't you collapse again, Joe. Jeez, man, he just fired up. He's, he's, he just fired up out of nowhere. It was fucking gold. Yeah, scrum chat with front rows and you've got no fucking idea what's going on. It's always no gold. Clip, I was just yeah. turning around back here. No idea. I've got no idea what's going on. It's always good stuff, yeah, 100%. though. 100%. Um, well, that pretty much covers your sort of um, your sort of wrap up, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and and obviously, you're a cheer bro for how many number of weeks per year? But what do you get up to on your in your downtime? Um, what do you do to fill in the gaps of it as a part time professional rugby player? What do they do on geez, the side? I'm I'm doing a doing an awesome job serving the community. Actually, some would say right now. Um, just. What what um, doing? Delivery driver for um, the great Noel Leemings. You know, everyone needs everyone needs oh, their white wear. See, I'm more of a I'm more of a Harvey Norman man myself. So, I mean, well, that's just disappointing. Noel Leeming, you could say you've been hired by the the second best company potentially. I don't know. I mean, how how good a deal with these mics, mate? <laughs> they came from Noel's. <laughs> do you did. Do you get shout out to Noel Leeming for uh, sponsoring our? Microphones for the potty. Um, just reimburse us when you feel free. Uh, when yeah, you feel uh, sorry, free because uh, yeah, we've, we've yeah, pull a few strings there, pal. No, all good, mate. So you're yeah, you're an absolute grind horse on the uh, on the non leaming uh, truck mm, delivery mm. driver. I mean, Shout hopefully this will be. Hopefully next year I'll have a another contract somewhere. You know, won't be won't be playing for turbos and then having it work a day job. <clears throat> That, that's the unideal world. Mm. Yeah. When you've got nothing, mate, you've got hope. Just remember mm. Thanks, that. Thanks, mate. So I'll, hold yeah, on I'll to hold on to that. Brother. I'll hold on to that. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's rip into Fair yourself, enough. eh? Declan McCormick. Um, I call him Dicky. Most people call him Dicky. I would say he's the most club battler of club battlers. Um, you, you, mm. you what, spent three seasons down and well, you're from Christchurch, spent three seasons down there. Um. Well, actually, sorry, you 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 were there before well, that, actually. Well, sucks. oh yeah, Saint Bede. Well, no, sorry, we'll go start off with Saint Bede. You're obedient. Two years in the first fifteen, was mm. it? Yeah, I was a um, yeah, 2014, 2015, year twelve, year thirteen, in the first fifteen as an open open flanker at uh, sixty eight mm. kilo in year twelve. Geez, you really you really put yeah. the weight on, Wasn't, didn't you? Yeah, I had a couple of sloppy summers at uni and I really packed it on. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, so you did two seasons in the first 15 there and then, um, what, three seasons at Colts? 
Was it uh, for Christchurch, was it? Yeah, yeah. Colts Baller. Yeah, yeah. Coming off, of, obviously, coming off the first 15 chip mm. 2015. Let's not forget that. What's cleaned up? The boys, St. Bede's College. Shout out, shout out to the lads down there battling away this what, season. What sort Shout-out of chip good. are we talking about? We're talking about uh, what was the Press Cup, now the University uh, of Canterbury Trophy or whatever oh, it's so called. It was UC just Cup. a local one. Yeah. The Canterbury region goes all the way up to Nelson. Okay, boys. okay yes, okay. So you guys go to top four after that? Yeah. But a, nah, we got an absolute hiding from Otago oh, so boys. So you didn't even make top four? They had a few characters like, nah, they had Slade McDowell, a guy called Josh Buck and a fullback, and uh, yeah, we got absolutely done, mm. down and done us. Yeah, done, happens. Done. Yeah, happens. Happens. happens with the best of us, mate, don't worry. Mm. Yeah, it does. Um. So yeah, three, three seasons, 35-odd games for the Colts. Um, was that for Christchurch? Yeah. Was it another, another chip one? there? Jeez. Just quietly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's for, we've got what two chips yeah. now, I suppose. If if you want to call that first one a chip. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> two games for the uh, Christchurch Prems, and then you decide to s- skip clubs to Marist. Forty-three games there. Yeah, I got told I was too too small at Christchurch. You'll never play Div One, mate. Um. And I caused a bit of a ruckus and sort of told the coach to go F himself and a few older players, and that went down like a lead balloon, as it rightfully as it rightfully should. I mean, yeah. And then yeah, jumped ship to Marist Albion, um, followed the Catholic roots. Nice. And yes, 43-odd games for them. Um, one, two chips, mm. one chip there? Yeah. Uh, one finals loss and mm. one chip. Not yeah. bad. That's pretty yeah. good going. A skipper as well, was it? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, good couple Sunday sessions there, actually. If, you, if any young fellas are out there looking for a club in Christchurch, <laughs> I'd head along to Marist Albion. They'll, uh, they'll look after you, shall we Shout say. out to Marist Albion, eh? Shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Big shout out. Um, and then, so you so you spent a bit of time down in Christchurch, and then you moved to Rotors after that one, did you? Yeah, I followed the dream. And, um, working in forestry up to Rotorua. Oh, yeah, right, right. I so see you, so you, you got a degree uh, there. Yeah, yeah, not a bad one, but I mean, we don't need to, don't need to put it up alongside your hey, one. Mate, we put it up alongside. There's no we put it up alongside. Yeah, yeah, Bachelor of Engineering, majoring in forestry, but I mean, there's no comparison to your sports science degree. Mine comes a lot below yours. I mean, yours did a lot of hard work for your three-year degree and stuff, so we won't take Thanks, away mate. from that. Don't forget it. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't, so you, So you, you moved up there just for just for work? Of it, probably not footy, I'm guessing. Oh, I mean, don't you go ripping out my local Rotorua competition, brother. I mean, it's tough going up here. Nah, but I initially moved up for work. Yeah, yeah correct, correct. And, um, and then did, did you play at all? So was this uh, 2021 you moved up there? Yeah, 2021, halfway through. So ended up actually just flying back to Christchurch to finish off the last six weeks of the season. Well, you went back every weekend um, sort of thing? Yeah, flew back on the Saturday morning out of Hamilton and then flew back on the Sunday. And then once we hit finals footy, flew down on the Thursday night for training and then Jeez, that's, that's a good commitment there. Fucking must be a rich club too, eh? Oh, it was the year we won the. It was the year we won the chip, so I sort of they didn't need me, they didn't need me, but I knew we might probably win it, so I sort of wanted yeah, to stay a part of it. Oh, I can understand that, jeez. You don't, you don't win a fucking prim chip every mm. every season, do you? 
Nah, well, in your case, you don't you don't mm. win a chip. Hey, ever. <laughs> it's going to change oh, this well. year, I reckon. Back back to the Maris boys. <laughs> back them. Shout out to Maris. Yeah, I've OBM. Um, yeah, and then obviously you moved down to Palmy as well from Rotors. Um, instigated by the the legend of Rebo, I'm assuming he got you down. Yeah, Reeves Reeves left me a message, mate, and uh, thought, oh, why not? Why not? I'm not up to much anyway, so head down to uh, Palmy and see what's going on. And uh, how how'd you find it down mm-hmm. here? All good. Yeah, yeah, it was it was reasonable. I mean, I had a tough time in my flat. Um, yeah, being, yeah, the, being the beta, copped a little bit too much from being the, the beta of the boys. Yeah, happens. Um, yeah, happens though, doesn't it? Um, and then footy, footy was good. A few mm. niggles, tore the hamstring. Yeah, he did have a rough season um, actually. Came in probably a little, little bit, a little bit overweight. Probably carrying a bit too much on the pins, and that thing just went ping. Um, and but now I met a few good lads, few few nice fellas down there. Experienced bubbles, bubbles yeah, great uh, place. Shout yeah. out to bubbles. Hopefully get hopefully get them on board as a sponsor or something for a few few pints in at bubbles. But um, that's Palmy's finest finest establishment for those yeah. listening in from outside. If you're looking for a, some some place, eleven o'clock on great a Saturday place. night. Bubbles, go to bubbles. Mm. And the Turbos love the bubbles as well, don't they? Everyone in the Turbos yeah, seems to. Yeah, boys get around bubbles. Seems well, I mean, to get geez, along. Either there or the daily. And, yeah, yes. Uh, not many of the boys are 18, mm. so they're not going to the daily. Yeah, I mean, but it's good to give back to the local community mm. in the nightlife. Yeah, indeed. And it's good indeed. to see. Mm. Um, and then, oh, so you did one season here. You're in the in the Manawatu setup as well. Um, doing those gym sessions, the high performance group, um, whatever you want to call it, and then um, didn't didn't quite make the cut, eh? Didn't quite get signed. Yeah, look, I mean, you never, yeah, you're always pushing shit uphill when you show up. There's a bit of a mud guts, and uh, can't really push too much tin around, really, can can you? I mean, I mean, I was up against it from the get go, but uh, yeah, no, nah, Manawatu didn't need me, and uh, that was fine. I had a good time down there, played a bit of evergreen stuff, met some some great fellas and uh, love my mm. time down there, to be fair. And then so you, you're back up to Rotors now? Footy up there? <clears throat> yeah, back up in the Modi. Yeah, playing for a local uh, Moldy club. Shout out to Walker and the boys in red and black. Um, got our last game this weekend against Nongata. So, How good. Uh, All the best for that. All the best to the boys. <clears throat> And then I um yeah. so I heard you going on a little bit of an adventure actually coming up soon, heading abroad, um to the Netherlands, yeah, yeah Netherlands, August, yeah, Netherlands of all places for mm. footy, getting a little bit of a yeah. little bit of coin, yeah, yeah, not a lot, but enough. Yeah, yeah what, enough. what's what's the guts of it? What's sort of yeah. um if you don't mind saying, what's sort of the deal? The package, I should say. Uh, so it's pretty not a bad, not a bad setup to be fair. Um, flights there and back, and then um, pay for your accommodation and bills, and then a bit of a bit of a match fee on the side, uh, which is fifty euro mm-hmm. a game. So and then they'll set us up with some um, some work throughout the week. So I mean, I'm going with two boys from Marist Albion down in Christchurch. We're all in the same flat, and we're all in the same team. And um, it'd be a doozy. I don't think the Netherlands knows what's coming just quietly, but I'm looking forward to it, mate. It's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be. I think it'll be um, fucking awesome. I mean, good on you, I reckon. Why not? Um, how how did you manage to pick that up? Just if anyone else is wondering. 
just for all the listeners? Yeah, well, that's the thing. One of the boys, um, Logan, who's living in Sydney, he just he was talking to one of his mates from Blenheim who played over there before, and he ended up just um, Logan just ended up messaging a club on Instagram. I think sort of saying <laughs> something along the lines, "Hey, look, keen to get up there, play some code," and they sort of messaged back, and then he teed up a thing with the coach, and then he's like, "What are you up to in August, mate?" And I was sort of like, "Oh." Not a lot, brother. And he's like, oh, you want to come to the Netherlands? And I was like, oh, yeah, could be kidding. And then uh, teed up a meeting with the coach you'd spoke to, had a yarn. He's a, he's a bit of a legend. He was a Kiwi bloke, good man. And then we just sort of sent through a rugby CV, some highlights, and then they sort of were like, yep, we'll get you over. And then um, didn't sign any contract or anything mm. like that, but they just booked our flights, which sort of locked us in. And then um, one of my other mates in Auckland was sort of like, oh, I'm looking to go to the Netherlands. Are you going? He's like, I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, the club I've sort of talked to, they're not getting back to me. So I was like, oh, flick out coach a message, mate, and see if he can get you over there. And then next thing you know, big old Lakos is coming over with us. So pretty easy going, to be fair. We sort of, like, just did a bit of um, bit of admin work and away we went. how good. That's um, easy as that, eh? Do you just flick, flick the team a message? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's not like it was uh, – they were scouting us, I'll say that for free. I mean um, – if they saw our highlights before they talked to us, they might have turned us away without even giving us the time of day. But if you hit them up first and sort of just box them into a corner and then uh, we're getting over there and into it. So it should be real nah, good. No, that'd be mean. It shows sort of um, how easy it is, I guess, in a way, like if you're, if you're pretty keen to head overseas, there's plenty of plenty of options. You know, like even, even if you are just a club battler, mm. there's a chance to <clears throat> head overseas, get a little bit of coin, but, you know, like if I can see the world travel a bit, have a bit of fun. Mm, yeah, like I mean, if yeah, if I can get over there, um, off the back of my mate messaging someone on Instagram, I'm sure someone half decent okay could uh, get over there quite easily. Just quite <laughs> too right, too right, too right. But yeah, that's about all of it. That's about yeah. the guts of it. Ah, too good, mate. Thanks for that. Um, right, do you want to want to push into a bit of origin chat? Oh, yeah, well, considering yeah, it's a night off. Night off, night yeah. off yeah, potentially. Um, what are your thoughts on it? What do you I think? Mean, I'm, a, I'm a Maroons man. Jeez, um, it's at Suncorp. The boys have got a hot squad. Um, I think it's just – there's just too many uphill battles for the Blues to, to try to get a win here. I'd say I think it'll be a tight one. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the refs referee it. They might try to push it to a game three. But I say I say Maroons. Yeah, I'd say they'll make yeah, it interesting. You know, there's a, there's a lot of money in these Origin games. Um, Suncorp will be a sellout. Sydney, if if the Maroons win, probably won't be. But I'm I've got to say, oh, don't don't doubt, don't go doubting that New South Wales <laughs> faithful mate. They're uh, they're loyalists just quietly. Um, yeah, I look. I think if Blue White runs a bit of a, he's got to he's got to have a bit of a clinic running mm. the ball for me. And um, obviously Moses has played Origin before, but he had a broken back and he fucking tripped on. Um, he's got to he's going to have to kick the boys around and lead the boys around the park, and then Luo's got to have to have to run a bit of a cutter on his edge. Um, Crichton, I thought he played pretty well yeah, in Origin was one. Good, if it wasn't for the big stars and Travoyevich and Mitchell, I didn't think he was going to get dropped. To be fair, but. Turbo's going to have to be on, mate. Turbo's going to have to be on. Biz is fucking pretty outstanding running it out of their own half and Origin football. He's a bit of a nugget. Mm. He goes hard. So 
I just don't know about um, yeah, the forwards are going to have to. They're really going to have to muscle. I think missing Epi Corsa, even though I'm a Bunnies fan, he was pretty unreal. Yeah, game Epi one. was one of your best. Uh, and stuff. Liam Martin, he was good. Fuck, he brought some fizz out there for you boys. He'll be he he'll have to go good I just tonight. Nico Hines, any any thoughts around him? I would not getting selected. I thought, I thought it was a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a disgrace, really. I mean, I read something about picking Nico in game mm. one. Why would you pick him if you're going to play him four minutes and then drop yeah. him game two? At, at centre too. I think, and I mean, I hate, and I hate the chat how I haven't played Origin before, and I don't think I'll ever probably even get into the both. arena. Um, but they always say like Origin's a big step up and whatnot. But I mean, if you're carving up the NRL, surely you deserve to have an absolute yeah. crack. I mean, they say you don't want to put him in game two, start him here. But I mean, fuck. yeah, I Let agree, bro. I think he 100% deserved the jersey in game one. Um, Nico plays, fuck, he plays unreal footy when he's got a good forward pack rolling forward. And I think you blues in that first game. Mm. Dominated position, dominated territory. Had the four pack was fucking humming. Um, I think he just would have capitalised out there. I mean, they put him out on in centre. He missed the tackle on Munster, who who clearly missed the tackle on as well. But no one's bringing that up. Um, and then yeah, he gets dropped. Yeah, it's tough going. But if the Blues, if the Blues are down, say by twenty with twenty to go, I really hope. They just call a cattle dog on Cherry Evans, and everyone just flies in and takes his head off. I mean, he's got to be one of the most annoying, ugly players in the NRL, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I just, oh, it's just tough to look yeah, at. Yeah, I mean, I, I, up until up until the last couple of years, I was never really a fan of Cherry Evans. Um, he's a bit higher higher up on my list now, just because he's 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 a Queensland great. <clears throat> Oh, that's pushed. That's he's pushed got to be big for us tonight. He's got to steer the boys around the park. I mean, that 40-20 kicked in, in game one. Jeez, it was like a momentum changer. He's just got he's just got that yeah, about that him. Was, you know? It was clutch. That, it was a fucking nudge. That's what it was. That, yeah, that was. I'll, I will give him that. It was pretty tidy, but I still he's still an absolute f <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm looking at him. Hey, fair enough, mate. But um, I'm, I think I'm going to tip, tip Queensland by eight. I reckon they'll win eight by eight points. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, Blues fan, I can't go against mm. them. Look, at the cauldron, Caxton, Caxton Street's going to be hissing. Yeah, right. um, they're going to get abused by all those mongrels up there. I think if they stay in it for that first 20 and weather the storm, oh, let's just say New South Wales win late penalty in the 76th minute. Mitchell Moses here Ooh, at the moment kicks it from 35 like out it. to win it by I two. I like it. Oh, they, have, they have a lot on the line, actually. You know, I heard that Freddie, Freddie could be gone if they lose this series. Um, be a bit of an end of an era. Well, he does make some – he's a, not a bad coach. I mean, he's won – what has he won? Three origins now out of the last mm. five. But, I mean – Jeez, he just makes some wild selections. It just yeah, seems like, yeah. like, what are you up to, Freddie? I got to agree. Yeah, I've heard whispers he was a bit of a loose, bit of a loose unit when he was on oh, the playing pitch. But it's of like a loose he's unit. Oh, Joey have gone out sometimes on a bloody Sunday evening before they name the team and just absolutely hoed <laughs> into all sorts. And then said, oh well, yeah, let's hop in the other night and then gone. Shit, we, we weren't going to pick Nico, were we? <laughs> No, mate, you're having a laugh. Just fucking not dropped them on the spot. Uh, What's going on, lads? Too good. Um, 
And then last thing we'll cover, um, Super Rugby this weekend, final. Um, my Blues have been knocked out by the Crusaders. Um, yes, the Crusaders-Chiefs final up in, up in the Tron, the mighty Tron. Um, how do you see this one unfolding? Yeah, I, I can't see um, the mighty Red and Blacks uh, losing, to be quite honest. I mean, two games this year, Chiefs-Crusaders have been close, but we didn't have Will Jordan in either fixture. Uh, and Jack Goodhue's back to his back to his flying best. Although he was hard done by after his performance against the Blues, not to make the back of the All Black squad. Jeez, but, that's uh, a bit cool. <laughs> like I said it last week, <laughs> we'll, we'll, well, we'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to that. that another cool, but I'll, I'll stick by it. Um, look, Rashimawanga to absolutely put on a clinic as he always does. Will Jordan will pitch in with one, maybe two tries, and probably a try assist in there. You know. Anyone got you defensive masterclass in the midfield, um, and our full pack will put on a probably a clinic at set piece. Um, and I see the Crusaders probably winning by, I would say nine in the Jeez. end. Um, yeah, I just, I, I mean, you just can't, you can't not back them. It doesn't matter where they are. And I couldn't think of a, a better team to beat than the Chiefs. I mean, oh uh, yeah, I mean, they are disgusting. Team. I think, I think that up, that it's up in Hamilton. Um, definitely changes it up a bit. I think if it was if it was down in Orange Theory Stadium, for Crusaders game. But I don't know, man. I think the Crusaders might have played their final last weekend. That was what what, what you boys did to the Blues was fucking. Un, that was unreal. It was absolute clinic, absolute domination across all facets. The fuck the way they attacked the ruck when I mean, Blues had no answer, they looked fucking shell shocked. But I mean, the fact that you've said I think it makes. It doesn't make a difference that it's in Hamilton. Mate. If, you've, if you've lived up in this region, bit around the around the Waikato, if if you've lived up in the region around the Waikato, you know the people that live around here, mate. You wouldn't want to play at home, just quietly. You wouldn't want to play in front of them. They're that bloody mongrel. Yeah, you'd absolutely. rather play away, and then you'd actually feel, mate. The Crusaders boys will be I mean, shell shocked when they oh. when they get up there. They see see all of those all that folk like in the crowd. That. Yeah, seeing the, the the supporters there will be have the bloody, yeah they'll have the Mulu bells mana. ringing. It'll be. Mate, it'll be a scene. It'll be a sight. Um, I just I hope the Chiefs well, can do it. Well, that sums up their fan base. I just so, hope the Chiefs it? can do it. You know. I mean, how that sort of fan base, that sort of, I mean, I've got a passion to hate for the Chiefs after what they did to the Crusaders in 2012, 2013. Oh, gee, um, there we go. I couldn't hate them any more than I currently currently do. I mean, we're robbed in two semi-finals. It was at FMG. I will give you <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly. Robbed in both of them by um, late penalties, and that was absolute disgrace. Um, but I just can't see the Crusaders be fired up. They'll know that history's on the line there, um, and they'll be ready to go. And I, I you know, and I'm tipping them, tipping them the mm. whole way. And uh, all those Chief Mungle fans um, can go back to their low life <laughs> Hamilton homes and be thinking what happened. As far as I'm concerned, I'm going. I'm going Chiefs. Um, I'm going Chiefs by five. I think Stevenson shooter shooter Stevenson is going to ball out as he has been all season. Dmat's going to run a clinic. Yeah, um, big shooter. And you know, I'll throw Sam Kane in the mix yeah. there. I think he's going to lead the boys well. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll, yeah, I won't say any opinions on uh, on that chief side, but I do love Damo. Do love, <laughs> do love the shooter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legend and. Do love their do love their midfield, but 
Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a hell of a battle on the outside yeah. back six or on the whole back. Just line, be a I hell think. of a contest. I, I feel like it'll be one up front. Yeah, but it, yeah, mm. like I say, like I say, it'll just be a hell of a contest all all across the park. I think. Mm, yeah, yeah, it will be. It will be, but yeah, Saders, Saders to win by nine. Very cool. I got cheese by five. Dicky has Crusaders by nine. Um, yeah, that sort of wraps up our first episode. Um, we've got a got a few more in the mixer. You want to sort of introduce who we're having on as as our guest probably next week? Yeah, so first guest uh, next week, if he's remembered and if he hasn't uh, double booked us, will be a uh, secondary NZ secondary schools rep, NZ twenties rep, uh, Otago representative, now Highlander, um, Highlander's lock. It'll be Mister Will Tucker. Um, Hopefully he'll be joining us, but uh, no, Tux, he might have he might have double booked us, or quite frankly, he just probably won't pick up the phone when we give him a bell. Uh, be, who, who the fuck um, are these cats trying to that to? What he'll be like? Mm. Yeah, it will be. It will be. But it'll be good to hear from Tux. See what he's about. See, he's found the season in Super Rugby and um, getting a bit of drawing with him. He's got a bit of good yeah. chat. Um, no, nah, looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, I be agree. Good. It'd be a hell, hell, of a, hell of a person to get on for our first guest. Um, nah, fuck, it'll be awesome. No, nah, it will be good. Um, hopefully, hopefully we can get a few few more listeners or boost us up just from probably just from Georgia, I'd say. just And she's she's listening live in your bedroom, so <laughs> it'd be good to get off the uh, off the zero listeners. Oh, uh, don't worry, mate. Oh, we'll, we'll gather a wee, f- mm. wee following, I think. Uh, we'll, we'll scoot along, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But nah, nah too good, mate. big fella. Thanks for that, mate. Yeah, too good, we'll, um, big fella. Thanks for that, mate. Catch you around next week, eh? Yeah, no, nah, I look forward to it. I'll join you, join you next week, eh? Roger, sweet. Fuck, sweet. Lucy. <laughs>